Do you question what really happened with 9-11? Who shot JFK? Did we really land on the moon? Are we living in a computer simulation? Is the world flat? So many questions, so few answers. What could it all mean? Have you ever considered the possibility that our consistently evil government is responsible for the origin of these questions? Maybe they're feeding us these theories in an attempt to make us live in a world where we are incapacitated by fear. In a recently uncovered deleted email from Hillary Clinton's personal account to Al-Qaeda, the letters KPIFWCT and, and also Z were found. Using a very complex method, which we cannot disclose, we were able to decipher the meaning. Keep people in fear with conspiracy theories. Doing a little research, we found that every U.S. president since Lincoln has used these same letters at one point or another in their personal messages, which just confirmed our deepest fears. All these alleged conspiracy theories are just a plan of the corporate government to enslave us with fear. This may be the last time you hear from me, since I'm sure I'm being followed. There's a white windowless van outside. The government will never allow the truth to be told about conspiracy theories. Hide your children, hide your wives, hide your husband. Find me a girl and tell her I love her. Life is too short. And we're live from Three Man Wolfpack Studios. Today we'll be covering the non-MCU Marvel movies. So basically the rejects of the rejects. Excuse me? <laughs> the rejects, man. These are what started Marvel movies. Now, granted, the rejects of the rejects. So you're saying that Marvel is a reject now? It seemed like a good phrase to use at the time. What can I say? Well, at least we don't make Yeah, you ruined this entire intro. I don't want to be introduced on this podcast. Don't even use my name. This is Jake, by the way. He's just. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm be pissed. Dang it! Um, now you just broke him. It, it I can't, I'm not broken, just bent. Can learn to love learn again. To love. Yes. And yeah, still... that's great. Just for all you guys out there. And we're just gonna throw a disclaimer out there in case there's people that are complaining about we don't have any of the Blade movies or a few of the other movies because it turns out that some of us suck and haven't seen all the movies. Did, so wait, did you put Daredevil in here just out of curiosity? Yes. Yeah, cool. I can shit on that movie. Perfect. Maybe not. I don't remember. Anyway, so we only did movies that we've all seen. Yeah, unfortunately, when you do a movie back bracket, sometimes you can't have all the movies that should be included. I want to go on record. I've seen almost all of them, and by far, am the most knowledgeable. So, side with me. Well, it doesn't matter if they side with you, because there's no voting, so. Really, <laughs> what you're trying to do is you're trying to get Joel's vote. Joel's the swing vote on all these things. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta make him go last at every one just so his head explodes. You gotta stop being so truthful on these things, alright? No, that's what, Jake and I are always like at each other's throats, and then Joel's like, um, I like the first one. <laughs> oh, and then he, he feels like bad about it, too. <laughs> He's like, I don't mean to throw against you, Jake. I'm like, dude, you have the right to your opinion, even if it's wrong, just go with it. <laughs> it's an opinion. <laughs> but yeah, we figured we had so much fun with the MCU bracket. We're going to do the non-MCU, some of the non-MCU Marvel films. Okay, you guys ready to go? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. The original X-Men movie versus Spider-Man 3. Wow, that's a hell of a start. Yeah, it is. Okay, Jake. Tell us again, I, I tell I us again why Tobey Maguire emo dancing is a good thing. Just one more time. Okay, I can tell you why. Um, okay, I might as well go off on this first. <laughs> so, I, I was one of the few people. Now, you guys got to go into context. When Spider-Man 3 came out in 2007, I was a high schooler. Um, and I loved the first two as a kid. Still have a soft spot for them now. Spoiler alert for later. I'm probably going to pick some of them. <laughs> uh, um, I left this movie... Um, I guess I wasn't the biggest Venom fan when I was a kid. I never read comic books or anything like that. I just had the Spider-Man cartoon and the Spider-Man movies that why he was my favorite superhero from when I was a kid. I left this movie pretty content with it. I thought, oh man, it wasn't as good as Spider-Man 2, but I really liked it. I didn't realize the backlash till after I left the theater. Like There was no like reviews I saw beforehand. 
there was like no thing. I had a, I had an honest opinion on it, and everyone seemed to really hate on it. And I watched it again as an adult multiple times, and I still own it. And I don't think it's as good as the first two, but I also don't think it's a bad movie. I think there's a lot of fun stuff in here. Sandman's great. I understand what they try to do with Topher Grace as Venom. They wanted to make it the polar opposite of Peter, like his equal, but just a douchey version. And of course, let's talk about the elephant in the room, emo Peter. Now, I found this absolutely hilarious in the film. I think I had a different perspective of it, which I believe is the correct one, of course. <laughs> when he's doing that weird dancing, like, oh yeah, he thinks he's so cool. He, was so, he had all the confidence, but he's still a little nerdy kid. He didn't know how to be cool. That's what was so funny about it. He thought he was being cool, but he sucked at it because he's a nerd. So I think that's what Sam Raimi, the director, tried to do with it. So I never, never really hated on it. I thought it was absolutely hilarious, but I can see what. And that's like the one. This is a two and a half hour movie. That's like the one thing people nitpick about that and Venom. There was a ton of other amazing stuff in this film. Dude, tell that to my bleeding eyeballs. And I will. I am going to pick Spider Man 3 over X Men. I know you guys are probably going to go X Men. Um, but I think as far as action-packed and a more fun movie, I think X-Men's a good film. I really do like it. Especially, it was kind of started the Marvel movie genre. It came out before Spider-Man. It showed that superhero movies could be good, but I also, if you watch it again now, which I have recently, it's very boring. There's not a lot of awesome crap in there, minus Hugh Jackman's amazing portrayal of Wolverine, which we all know is awesome. So I'm going to go Spider-Man 3 because I think it had better action set pieces. I thought it developed the character we knew and loved from the last sequels. And Hatch still had some, like that last battle, like the last fight scene between the new Goblin, Spider-Man, Venom, and Sandman, I thought was amazing. And yeah, I'll, I'll let Joel be the swing vote. Because I am going to go X-Men, not by a lot. But I just think X-Men, especially, yeah, Hugh Jackman nails it as the Wolverine. Um, you have... You know, the introduction of a lot of characters like Professor X, Magneto, all these characters that um, they really flesh out and kind of, you know, get a little bit better in the later X-Men movies, they really set up well in this movie. So, yeah, it's a little a little slower moving. It's not, um, and it has that more comic-y feel where it's like, oh, let me guess, you're fighting this person for 20 minutes and no blood will be spilled and nobody will probably die. But um, it was still cool, and I, I just remember like watching, especially like those first times when it was when it was the new cool thing. Like, oh man, like dude, like this Wolverine the movie guy. Came out in two thousand, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it did set a good precedent, but I found Spider Man three to be a more enjoyable film as an adult. Not my first initial reaction with it. Okay, Joel, swing vote. I gotta go with Spider-Man 3 on this one. No! <laughs> Damn! That yeah. movie should never win. Watch Emo Tobey Maguire <laughs> one more time. But that was like, ten, you guys, that was like 10 minutes. That's what I hate about it. That was like 10 minutes of the film. There was a reviewer that made fun of it. They're like, did you guys fall asleep during the rest of the action scenes? Him versus Sandman. Like, exactly. the black suit and the cool action set pieces. Him, like, there were so many cool fights in this movie that still hold up today. There was. There was a lot of really cool fights. And the dynamic between Spider-Man and Goblin, the new Goblin, I absolutely love that. Harry Osborn. Like, huh? Yeah, Harry Osborn. Because that was like built yeah. up at the end of the second. I loved that character arc. Yeah, I did too. And the whole fight in the middle of it and everything was fantastic. When he gets half of his face burned off. <laughs> like, he oh. deserved to kiss his girlfriend. That's just not right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely deserved. But, like, there, there was just a lot of dynamics in Spider-Man 3 that I thought were better than X-Men. In fact, I, I'm with you guys saying that it is close, definitely. It's definitely close. But I gotta give it to Spider-Man 3. I also forgot one other, I just wanna add one more thing, quickly. Um, Spider-Man 3, the Harry and the Peter Parker friendship, you really felt. And at the end, most movies, you know, when villains go villains, they don't really come back a lot of times. And he came back and sacrificed himself for his best friend. I thought it was really cool. And I thought you really haven't seen something. Someone go that far where he literally, his friend blows half his face off. He still finds a way to forgive him. And not only that, but sacrifice himself to save his life. I thought it was amazing. I spoiler will say that was... <laughs> spoiler alert like for this movie that came out a long time ago. But I will say that was... Like, when I watched Spider-Man 3, I was like, you know... I, don't really, I wasn't like super into it until the end. I did really enjoy the end. Yeah, 
and I think the end saves a lot of what. Again, I think people have two major problems, and it just keeps like it was almost like a virus with the emo Peter, which again I I get what Sam Raimi's trying to do, so I found funny. And Venom, they said they ruined Venom. I actually like this portrayal of Venom. I mean, it's no Tom Hardy, but I had no issues with it. Eh. It was. It wasn't super cool. Well, here's my problem. So, you know what one of the big complaints were <laughs> is that he wasn't that Eddie Brock is supposed to be this big bulky jock guy. Hey, when they remade it, Tom Hardy's not a big bulky jock guy. No one had any complaints this time around. Dude, he was a lot cooler than. Oh no, I love Tom Hardy. Hey, I, I love I love Tom Hardy. Do not get me wrong, but everyone's complaining like that's not how he was in the comics. Well, Tom Hardy's portrayal was absolutely not in the comics. A lot of comic book fans are like, oh, we love him. They're inconsistent. <laughs> no, I didn't have any major issues with with Venom and the third Spider Man movie, but there too, I'm not much of a comic book junkie, so see, I'm I not either. Know. It kind of I've never read a comic book Man in my life. But. No, it's like the Iron Man 3 thing with the whole um, Mandarin. I wasn't an Iron Man comic book fan, so what they did with the Mandarin never bothered me. I think Die Hard fans did get bothered because of the, the history. So we're not even but. talking about Die Hard right now. Alright, go to the next movie call. I think we <laughs> talked to this is the first. This is the first matchup we talked a lot. <laughs> Logan? Wait, versus... Logan. What? <laughs> Logan. <laughs> versus the Wolverine. Oh man, Logan! Why, why you gotta do me like that? Yeah, you should, the Wolverine. This is unfair. It is because I really enjoyed the Wolverine. As did I. I thoroughly enjoyed the Wolverine. But Logan was a better film. I think we're all gonna agree on this, but I, I mean, Logan is a, man. That movie's so good. Um, but the Wolverine definitely after X Men Origins like improve so much on it and finally gave me a Wolverine thrill that's still a lot of fun. You know what? I, I'm going to be weird on this one. I'm going to go Wolverine on that. Because you want to dissent. <laughs> Shut up, man. No, like, I don't get me wrong. Logan was amazing. I absolutely love that film. But I found myself enjoying Wolverine a lot more, in, or I shouldn't say a lot more, more in the theater when I went to it. Well, it's because Logan's not a big action set piece, and there was and the Wolverine. Yeah, and I have ADHD, so what, what, you just going to throw that in my face again, huh? You just threw it into my face about you having ADHD. You did this to yourself. I didn't bring any of that up. <laughs> but, okay, I mean, you can say the Wolverine. I can kind of respect it, but I think the Silver Samurai, I don't know anything about the character, but that villain didn't really feel awesome to me. The movie's still great, and I think it's a really cool movie. Like, hey, what about what about Wolverine starting to lose his powers? It's kind of the first time we saw that. Um, but the, the characters are good. I thought, of course, Hugh Jackman knocks it out of the park. Um, and I really much enjoyed the film, but the Logan, Logan by far is the superior film. It's mature. It's the first Wolverine movie rated R. You finally get to see what it would actually probably look like if someone got stabbed in the head with Wolverine claws. <laughs> That's true. That was the best um, part of that, that movie. That is true. I think the Wolverine would have benefited way more if it had an R rating, um, which we never got. And I think Logan, it was a great send-off to two amazing characters, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart as Xavier. And their relationship just between the two of them, their banter was so amazing. And the girl who plays X-23 is awesome. <laughs> like, I wouldn't mess with that kid. I see her walking around, but I am, no, you go away. I mean, girl. I'll get into my beefs with the movie later. We'll, we'll keep moving on, but... Um, you Logan, have beefs with this thing? Yeah, I got beefs with Logan. It's a it's a great film. Don't get me wrong, but the, like it's not a flawless film. But anyway, we'll get into that. Next movie, X Men First Class versus the Amazing Spider Man. I think I've gone first every time, so I'll let someone else take. Yeah, Joel, here's your I, chance. I'm gonna give that one to First Class. Like First Class, the. The origin story behind Magneto was incredible. I absolutely loved that. I like that really solidified Magneto as a villain for me. I absolutely loved his backstory. I really loved the Amazing Spider-Man at the same time. I don't have a problem with Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man whatsoever, in my opinion. But I gotta give that one to first class. Cool. 
I I gotta go with go with Joel on this one. Like Magneto is one of my all time favorite villains, and uh, what Michael Fasten Fasten Fastbender. That's that, that's what I said. Um, he just what he's, is his name? Michael Fasten your seatbelt. You like Fasten 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 something. Anyway, he he completely like stole the show like he was like you just didn't really i mean the rest of the movie was really good but whenever he was on screen it was like okay how do i see more magneto like he just made magneto's character as a whole so much so much cooler than it already was which wasn't wasn't a bad character to begin with what we had with uh ian mcclellan right and and it also really gave a backstory as to what his motives were. Like, you, you kind of knew his motives before anyway, but then this really set his motives, and it really kind of made you feel for him at the same time as well. Almost a Joker effect, in my like, in a way. But also, he's he's the guy that's always doing the wrong thing for the right reasons. Yes. Like, he's always, like, he wants whatever for the right reasons, he just always does the wrong thing. But like he's such a such a good villain. You guys are just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, I'm gonna go with X Men First Class. Two words: James McAvoy, and, James McAvoy, and Michael Fassbender as both Patrick, uh, not Patrick Stewart, Xavier, <laughs> and, <laughs> the Xavier and Magneto. Their character development between these guys—you felt for their friendship. You get why they separated, but like even though you knew it was gonna happen. Oh man, when they went their separate ways at the end, like it tugged at my heartstrings so much because you didn't want them to do it. And Did we you knew cry it was again? Happen. Yeah, you knew what was going to happen the whole time, but yeah, you had this feeling like it might not happen. Like the maybe they're going to do something differently. And that's that's what's amazing about this film. When you know you know the ending, but you don't want to accept it. I think that's amazing. This film is fantastic. Uh, Michael Fassbender's Magneto is amazing. I don't know why people don't give as much credit to James McAvoy as, as uh, Xavier. I thought he did a great job. He did a great oh, job, but to me, he didn't, like, Michael Fassbender took your, like, your Magneto that you had before, and just really, like, built on that and expounded that, like, expanded, like, the character was bigger, cooler, better, even though it's, you know, him from the past, where with uh, Professor X, James McAvoy, he did a good job, to me, he just didn't really give me that sense of playing Patrick Stewart really well. Like I thought he did an amazing job. Like he really felt like a young Xavier to me. I think they both embodied it perfectly. See, and I didn't really get that nearly as much with James McAvoy as I did with Mike, Michael Fassbender. Um, I, I will mention an issue in this movie I had though. The climax really kind of felt a little flat for me until like like the battle between like you know you have the you had these kind of side characters like the the dragonfly lady, but like I don't know their names. Havoc, I know his name. And like the only side character I appreciated was like Mystique and Beast. I thought that was cool, but all these other like mutants felt like just nothing. Like, and that was my one gripe. Because at the end, when they ha- when they're all fighting each other, it didn't really feel personal. It kind of felt like, oh, we're just gonna kind of have these like little small action scenes on the side for almost no reason, and they don't feel necessary. Yeah. Like, we all just want to see Magneto put that coin through that dude's head. Yeah. Kevin Bacon's head. Dude, it's Kevin Bacon. He was a great villain, too. I thought he... I, he he's one of those... He reminds me of an old-school villain. He, he looked like he was just having a hell of a lot of fun playing Sebastian <laughs> Straw. Like, yeah. he looked like he was having a blast. And I think he nailed... I, I mean, obviously, the, the protagonist characters, and I guess Magneto kind of was a protagonist in this movie. But... I think Sebastian Shaw is one of my favorite villains just because he look Kevin Bacon just looks like he's having so much fun playing the bad guy in this film. Okay. All right, next. Amazing Spider-Man 2 versus X-Men Origins. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Two throw-up movies in one. Yeah. Cole, you can take the first crack. You haven't done it yet. You know, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which, to me, X-Men Origins is just a really, really crappy Logan. You basically have the same movie, just one's done right and one's not. 
No, I say anyway. it's a crappy version of the Wolverine. I don't think they're similar as far as Logan. I think they have two different tones. That's what I'm saying. Is they, they ruined it, but you have, like, Wolverine fighting the ultimate, like, weapon that's kind of kind of based on him that stays with the family, and then the family dies because he, he stays with them. There's, like, um, a lot of things that are, like, similar with X-Men Origins that they just did way better in Logan, but, like, to me... See, I w- eh, I'm gonna disagree with you on your premise on this one, buddy. Anyway, or- we agree Origins is bad. We can get into Logan later. Origins isn't no, but- just bad. It's awful. Where Amazing Spider-Man 2, there was... Oh, there's a ton of problems. But Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield make the movie. And yeah, their, their chemistry is fantastic. And the fact that yes. they actually, you know, had the balls to kill her, I love that. I, I knew they were going to. Like, it was it was painfully obvious for me. It that was painfully obvious, but it's still refreshing when every single other, like, superhero movie or show is like, oh, let's bring people back. It's like, no, she's dead. She dead. Well, who knows? She might have came back. They never made a sequel to The Amazing Spider-Man 2. True. <laughs> But, like, especially after watching the TV show Arrow, which is, I, I know it's DC, but where it's, like, every single character gets brought back alive after they're actually dead, it's like, okay, this is refreshing. Somebody actually died. Yeah, which is a, we want to talk about super, I mean, Arrow started off so good, and they just can't let people die, which is a shame. I mean, you, it doesn't, it's so hard when you bring people back, it just gets so annoying. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm glad they had the balls to kill her. Because I was part of the story, but I think the problem is the story of Gwen Stacy. Now I did read this comic when Spider Man kills him in the comic. It has way more gravitas. Where this feels really tacked on because Electro, I feel, was a really good villain, just mishandled. Um, yeah. Um, and they had some great set pieces. Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone. Um, but I will say this about X Men or Origins. I hate this film too, but I gotta admit, Liv Schreiber as Sabretooth so much better. than the original Sabretooth, and I wish they would have made it about their dynamic. <laughs> the I think original Sabretooth had like an IQ of 10. He was an idiot. <laughs> I don't know, but, but that, the whole like the personal like brother relationship between them, they were just focused on that rather than say, hey, fan service, here's Deadpool. Here's like, like they keep throwing stuff at you rather than being like, let's get a good movie. And I think there's a good movie in X-Men Origins that they totally mishandled. Well, and I think there was good villains in... Amazing Spider-Man 2, they just had, like, way too many villains, way too much going on where you're like, let's just see him, like, let's make Electro seem important rather than, oh, they now we're going to flash to Harry Osborn. Now we're going to well, flash to this. Well, they're trying to set up their own, Sony tried to set up their own universe. So this movie, the movie, like, the first one did. They were trying to bring up way too many villains way too quickly, in my opinion. Oh, and I didn't say anything about The Amazing Spider-Man since it's gone. I thought that movie was pretty good. I didn't think it's amazing, as the title claims. But the second one just felt like they were trying to say, hey, by the way, remember this character from the cartoon? Remember this one from the comics? We're going to make a cinematic universe. And they weren't focused on making a good film in itself, and I think that's why it suffered. And Harry Osborn was pretty bad. I did not appreciate his character at all. No, they they tacked him on. That's the problem. When he became the Green Goblin, it was so stupid and tacked on at the end. Like even though Green Goblin does kill Gwen Stacy in the comics, it felt completely unnecessary and it just felt like an add-on. Because all right, we got to do this because the fans want to see it, and it didn't feel there was no heart to it. Okay, how do you guys yes. vote? You guys haven't specified. Well, I think I, I think we did <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man. Too. Yeah, yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man. You never too, actually said that. I assumed, but. Yeah, no, it may, uh, I, I do think X-Men Origins, like, because I do like to watch movies a second and third time when I have, like, when I'm bored, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to throw in, because Hugh Jackman still does Wolverine, and I think there's some enjoyment in that film because of that, and I think the Sabretooth film, like, Sabretooth is amazing. Their opening and, scene, the opening, like, montage, whatever you want to oh call it. Oh my gosh, the opening credits. Amazing. I, I, I was so confused by the opening credits, I'm like, this film's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Stand versus the first Spider-Man. First Spider-Man. 
Yeah, easy. we all know how Jake's gonna ass. vote. So, um, well, I'm gonna defend. I'm not. I'm obviously picking the first Spider-Man. A couple reasons. One, the first Spider-Man after X-Men. I think the first Spider-Man really showed what a really expounded on like what X-Men did with their characters. And I think Tobey Maguire. You can take what he wanted of him. I thought they nailed his character as far as a nerdy guy you never would think would be Spider-Man. Like. Andrew Garfield, it's like, all right, this guy seems pretty cool. Maybe he is Spider-Man. He's kind of a smart ass in real life. Peter Parker's this awkward dude who donned a mask. The origin story was great. I love um, William Defoe as the as the Green Goblin very much. But The Last Stand, again, you got Wolverine doing Wolverine things. I thought Kelsey Grammer at the Beast was good, but oh man, this movie just dropped the ball all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I think casting was great. Not, I mean, obviously. Casting was pretty much the same throughout the whole X Men series, but like Kelsey Grammer as Beast, absolutely love that. Obviously, Hugh Jackman nailed it. Story wise, I, I no, I hated it. To that's, be completely yeah, honest, that's why I find it like, funny. Like the whole Phoenix thing killed the original trilogy because then nobody wanted to make any like more to it, like. Uh, Hugh Jackman said he wouldn't be a part of like that continuing on. That's why they went back and made Origin to kind of start a new timelines. Um, and then that's how they actually ended their entire franchise. Was the same thing. All like, oh, Phoenix seems like a good idea. Like it, it ruined our no, original Phoenix trilogy. Is, Phoenix is a good idea. They just <laughs> dude, there's definitely a good movie somewhere there, but you're never gonna see it now because they messed it up twice. In the Last Stand. Dark Phoenix was awful. It was stupid. I hated the Mom, character. Have you seen the new Dark Phoenix? No. Okay, it's not in here, is it? No. If you watch the new Dark Phoenix, and it has all, remember, it has, it has all our same characters. Mag- Michael Fassbender, they have a great cast. This movie is worse than The Last Stand. 100%. Ooh. I would rather than The Last Stand again. I, I gotta watch it now, just because uh, it's hard no, to believe. No, rent it at Redbox for a night, because I think you should see it, but... Like I want you to tell me, I want you guys to see it because it is terrible. I would say it's the worst X Men film ever made, worse than Origins. Dude, uh, I think Last Stand might be the, my least favorite movie in this bracket. I would say Origins worse than Last Stand personally. No. Still, I would much rather watch Origins again. No, because Last Stand still had a continuation. I think there's something to be said about the continuation of a story with the same actors. Dude, um, that I, that I still find some. Enjoyment. At least if I watch Origins, I get to see Wolverine do Wolverine things. You gonna see him do Wolverine things in Last Stand? Not much, because it's not all about him. Okay, he's not being selfish in this. No, I, no, he was, and that they tried to make this whole thing where, like, in the beginning, he's not a team player, and at the end, he's a team player. I'm like, okay, come on, this is like so oversimplified. But, but Wolverine's always been a loner, though. It's hard for him to open up. I see. I, I don't know. No, but the. <laughs> You can do that, but you have to do it right, and they did not. Anyways, fans, what you need to know is Dark Phoenix is the worst X-Men film, in my opinion, ever made. And I think Last Stand is, so there we go. But you haven't but you haven't seen Dark Phoenix. True. Okay, on to the next one. Deadpool 2 <laughs> versus X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm not going first. They should not be in the first round. No, this is terrible. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Deadpool 1 versus Deadpool 2, which I'd have hated probably just as much. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, I'll go first. I'll just bite the bullet. I'm gonna, I am got to vote Days of Future Past. I love this movie. It Magneto, again, was amazing. You actually had a storyline that included... Uh, Mystique, which actually made sense, and in the soul... And Magneto flew with the baseball field! Yes! <laughs> uh, no, it was the baseball stadium. He didn't touch the field, dude. It wasn't metal. Figure it out. Regardless, it was <laughs> it was a well-done movie. I mean, they had all the original characters in there for their little, like, beginning part where, like, it really tied everything in, and X-Men has a lot of different, like, little timeline glitches that they have throughout the years where this just, like, Kind of brought everything into one movie, and was like, "Here you go," and it was it was great. And so, Deadpool two, loved it. I just loved Days of Future Past more. I guess I'll go. Yep, I love Deadpool two. <laughs> I gotta go Days of Future Past. 
Wow, that is a shocker. I, I was not expecting that at all. I don't think you guys realize how much I appreciated this film. The fact that they, when they said, when they came, they, this was just after First Class, one of the best X-Men films, better than the original trilogy to ever grace us. And I'm like, oh, they're bringing the old like cast back in? So I was thinking like X-Men Origins. I'm like, this is just going to be fan service. No, this story is amazing. I would argue that James McAvoy does a better better performance than Michael Fassbender. We've never seen Xavier down on his luck. Like, just gave up everything. Abusing drugs and stuff. And the fact they were friends at the end. There's so many powerful emotional scenes in this film that make me tear up. Like, it's it's amazing what they did with it. And I, argue, I, I, I honestly, I might like it a little bit more than First Class, but I love, I love this film. But that I'm being with, said, I, I'm with I, that. Don't get me wrong with it. I love Deadpool 2. I love Deadpool 2. See, I like Deadpool 2. I did, like, I... No, no, we're getting to the first one later. So, no, 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 no. Okay. Just to do a little shout-out to Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2 was really good. I love it what, I love what they sequels. did uh, with... um, What's his face? Ryan Reynolds? No. <laughs> Josh, <laughs> Josh Brolin. Oh, Josh, oh, yeah, Josh Brolin as um, um, Cable. Yeah, I couldn't remember Cable. Anyway, like, they had a lot of, like, a lot of solid stuff. It, it was funny. They did a good job as far as sequels go, because sometimes sequels give you the exact same movie, and it's stupid. And then sometimes sequels will try and, like, change everything, and you lose the essence of the first one. They did a pretty good job with keeping it, like, this is Deadpool. Like, we're not changing the tone, we're not changing things, but we're not just giving you the same movie. No, I think there's a little bit more heart in this movie, and I think Wade Wilson as a character does grow a bit. Despite being a smartass the whole way, I think it showed more of his heart, and I appreciate it. Deadpool 2 is a great movie. Like, this because X-Men Days of Future Past, though, did blow my mind. Like, I couldn't believe all the... I couldn't believe Brian Singer, who did X-Men 3... Wait, no. The first X-Men... In the, wait. Was the second, the third, or the first, and the second? Was it the third or the, the fifth? Do you know? Do you know, Joe? You I know? I think he did the first two, but I could be wrong. I thought it was two and three. Someone look it up. Joel. What? What? No, I think I, cause Brian Singer did this movie, and I think he did Last Stand, and that's why I was like, "Oh crap, we're in trouble." He did one hundred. Okay, I don't sound like that though. So, Blake, please be accurate when you impersonate me. Asking for no, Brett Ratner. <laughs> okay, with Brett Ratner did this one. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Brett Ratner. <laughs> um, but no, I, I be more memorable next time. The way they were able to tie it all together and make it very believable and like consistent, I absolutely loved it. Um, so I think it's a fantastic film, and I think it deserves to win, despite the fact I love Deadpool too. Okay. X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse versus Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't Deadpool. even like try and hold out on the yeah, it's, it's Deadpool. Um, can I get, I, Does that even need an explanation? Okay, but I'm um, actually Cole, I saw this movie with you. That's true. Um when it first came out, I actually found I think this movie gets a bad rap. I think it's a good third film. I have no issue. Like, I have issues with it, but it's not, like it's nowhere near as good as the first one. But you had First Class and Days of Future Past. I think this movie was going to be worse no matter how people sliced it. Um, I think the villain's okay. I think Michael Fassbender's Magneto gets another great performance, and they go deeper into his psyche. Um, Though the whole thing with his family in the beginning, with his little like kid and wife, whatever, that part was really cool, I thought. But I think there's a lot of good parts in this movie. Um, I, I, I think it's a guilty pleasure movie for me. I literally... Because, again, I, I, have, I have seen this movie more than once. I don't know if you guys have. But I think it's a very enjoyable film. Like, it's a good popcorn flick. Like, throw it in. Watch it. Enjoy yourself. Don't, ex- don't expect it to blow your mind or anything. But I had no issue with it. But, obviously, Deadpool blew everyone's mind because they had Ryan Reynolds who was casted as Deadpool in the first X-Men Origins and I was like oh they're going to cast the same dude even though I love Ryan Reynolds I'm like they're going to bomb this nope they knocked it out of the freaking park and 
just knowing that they didn't have that much funding and they poked fun at that throughout the movie was awesome. Yes, for a little fun trivia fact, guys. If for those of you who've seen Deadpool, at the end, when he had that big bag of guns, they didn't have the budget to have a big gunfight. So they pretend that Deadpool left the guns in the taxi cab, which is classic Deadpool. <laughs> yes. um, they really made fun of the fact they had no budget. The fact they pulled it off and was so true to the character. You can show that Ryan Reynolds really cared about getting this character right. He was very upset with X-Men Origins. And this is a movie... Like, for any, it's one of those movies for me, like, top ten, like, I can watch it anytime. I don't care. It's comedy. It's got some heart to it. It's funny as hell. Um, and just a good superhero flick. I, I Well, and why I like this movie as opposed to, uh, they're not up against each other right now, but, like, the problem that I had with Logan versus Deadpool is Deadpool, like, blew my mind and gave me something I hadn't seen before. Like, it was, it was a new and it was fresh. And I was like, hey, you know, you you don't see this movie, whereas Logan just took stuff that we've seen before and made it a lot better. Well, I don't think we, no, because see, I disagree. If you're talking, the only thing we hadn't really seen in a superhero flick is fourth wall breaking. But fourth wall breaking has been done to superheroes and comic book characters and cartoon animated series and stuff. So I don't feel like it wasn't anything we hadn't seen before. But I think they perfected it. I don't think I don't think any movie has something completely brand new that wasn't taken from something else in some aspect. Not completely taken from something else, but like funny superhero movies really weren't a thing until like you didn't you don't just like pop in a funny superhero movie until you know Marvel kind of perfected that line between funny and action, and this one took it to the next level where now it's like this is funny action like. The action is meant to be really funny throughout the whole thing, and it's like <laughs> really even the gory parts. Yeah, like well, yeah, but that but that's part. Of the, I mean, that's exactly part of the character. But that I is part like of the villain. character. Where I'm saying, I love the fact that like the like I wasn't exactly sure what to expect, but the movie blew my mind. Even though, yeah. like, but I think I think it's because we all had very. I think it's sometimes expectations. Cause I had very low expectations for this film. The first one. The second one, obviously, I held it to a higher standard. But the first one, I'm like, all right, you're doing the same character, and you just want to get a Deadpool movie out. I, I thought it was just kind of like, why is the why is the studio not buying into this, especially during a superhero craze? So I had very low expectations, and I was literally halfway through this film, and I looked to my buddy, and I said, I guarantee you I'm going to be owning this movie on DVD. I'm like, I just knew they were just nailing it in the first half. And I was like, I'll bet you anything they don't screw this up by the end. Like They know what they're doing. Well, you know what, Jake? I beat you because I own it on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, you know, I'm not really high maintenance like that. You little, you little high maintenance asshole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next. And actually, I own it on Blu-ray. So, and Deadpool two now, but I did, I bought it on DVD first. Next, Jeez. Spider-Man two versus X-Men two. Oh, Spider-Man two. Um, Doc Ock, one of my favorite villains in comic book history. I think Alpha Maria named, nailed him out of the park. I think it was a great, inc- like, the drama, the the psyche of Spider-Man, why he is what he is. I thought it was delving too great. And I think it's one of the greatest comic book movies of the early time. Like, it really holds up today. You really feel, you, you just relate to Peter Parker. He's in college. He's trying to be a hero. He can't pay his bills. He's not making it on school on time because he's trying to be a hero. He's trying to balance his life. I think it's one of the most relatable superhero films, and I'm 100% going with Spider-Man, too. That being said, I do really like X-Men 2. Joel? I'm going X-Men 2. Like, I don't know. I don't see Spider-Man 2 nearly the same as Jake does. And I know it's probably because there's something I'm missing. I'm ADHD. I like action. Spider-Man 2 was just really slow for me. Like, it was slow moving without the big... I don't know, reward at the end, in my opinion. But what are you talking about? It shows redemption of Dr. Octopus. Like, it made him realistic as far as a villain. You kind of understood his motivations and everything else. I mean, it was what, it's the first comic book mill and still hailed as one that kind of got it, like, perfectly right with character, like, in everything, like, as far as comic book origin movies. Still slow, man. Still slow. You're still slow, dude. Dude, I'm going to have to go with Jake on this one. I know it's surprising. But oh, Spider-Man, 
Spider-Man 2 was good. X-Men 2 was good. Um, I liked what they did with X-Men as far as a lot of a lot of the stuff with Wolverine. But, the, I don't know. I feel like if you're going, like, overall, Spider-Man 2 is just a better movie. X-Men, X-Men 2 without Wolverine, just because I love the Wolverine character, really didn't give you a lot of, a lot of stuff to get really excited about. I mean, it was, it was a good movie. I just think Spider-Man 2 was a better movie. And I think that was kind of, X2 does get a lot of, like, the opening scene with Nightcrawler is amazing. But, I think that's a problem. I think they realized that everyone loved Hugh Jackman's portrayal in the first one. So everyone else kind of became a side character to the Wolverine backstory, the mystery behind it and everything. And it's called X-Men. It's not a Wolverine film. It's supposed to be have other characters. Like Cyclops is completely useless in this film. Cyclops is always useless. That's his, true. His freaking beam can go through walls, but then it hits people and just knocks them over. <laughs> that's true. No, he has, you know he has a dial like... No, no. You don't get a dial. No, no, he doesn't have a... No, because remember when Gene took his glasses off in the third one and, like, I raped him all weird? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 would use, I would use different adjectives to describe that scene. <laughs> Go on, man. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but that's the point. His visor, like, held it all back. We saw this in X-Men Apocalypse, too. Like, it was way more deadly. But when he could dial it back, he could turn it to, like, a stun mode. That was... That's basic. X-Men stuff, guys. Like, that shouldn't be a complaint, y'all. Still stupid. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, a guy has lasers coming out of his eyes, but you have a bad idea that someone could design something that could control it better. That's your issue? <laughs> I'm yes. not saying that his design is stupid. I'm saying that his power is stupid. It's useless. He can't do shit. Yeah, it's a cold mutant thing. Choose their powers, a-hole. That's kind of the whole point. Yeah, but he's one of the main characters. <laughs> no, You guys are off topic. I can't even talk to you like this, Joel. This is the dumbest argument you've made so far. <laughs> Every argument I've made is the dumbest one so far. I just keep on building. I know. It's like you one up in yourself. I'm like, dude, are you ever going to like dig yourself out of this? <laughs> no. This is why I don't talk to you. Yeah. This is why we really talk to you in the podcast. We're not best friends. We do karate in the garage. Dude, this is when you guys actually start a fight and start crying, and I'm not going to deal with emotions tonight. Dude, I'm not going to cry. If anything, it's going to be Joel. <laughs> We're starting Fight Club. <laughs> Um, first rules you don't talk about it shows how much you know about Fight Club. <laughs> Fantastic Four versus Venom. Mm. Venom. Tom Hardy makes it. This movie should not have worked at all, especially without Spider Man. But I'm not going to lie. Tom Hardy is Venom from start to finish. It's uh, This movie is 100% worth ticket price. It's 100% worth owning a DVD. <laughs> I love his portrayal. Fantastic Four for me. Wow. Wow. Jo- wow. Defend yourself. <laughs> Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four sucked. See, no, I I enjoyed Fantastic Four. I thought Thank it was. You, a- we got to specify. This was the one with um, Jessica Alba. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was trying to think of the guy main character, but I can't think of it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so the original one. Right? Yeah, the original Fantastic no, Four. The, no, there was a really, really old film in the 90s that, like, so anyways, um, yeah, I know more about this than you guys. This wasn't technically the original film. Well, okay. Right, okay but if you say original Fantastic Four, 90% of America is going to be like, yeah, that one. That doesn't make 90% of America right there, Cole. It just makes you wrong. Fine, the older one. <laughs> but no, like, I just thought that was, a, that was a well put together origin story. It wasn't fantastic or anything. Ironically. I mean, <laughs> things that deterred from it for, for me. 
That's why I don't watch that many trailers. I'm like, I don't rewatch. People are like, oh, we're going to dissect this trailer. I'm like, why? Just watch the film and then make a conclusion. Then look at the trailer and see what you missed. I don't know. You can't not see trailers, though. That's not true. I didn't see a single. I didn't. I saw only the first trailer for Endgame, and I refused to watch anything else. Okay, well, I'm not like in the habit of like closing my eyes anymore after I was two years old when commercials come on. So you had a habit of that. Yeah, it was the thing when I was two. You're a really weird two year old, dude. The scary commercials, man. What, what were they gonna do? Get you hungry for pizza? Like, what's your problem? What kind of commercials were you watching? I don't know. Two year old commercials. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna have to go with with Venom. I think Venom people that hate on Venom, I don't agree with them. People that say, "Oh, Venom is a great movie," you can't even think otherwise. I don't agree with them. Venom was a was a decent movie. I didn't like a, exactly what they did with um, kind of the. It kind of felt more like a just like a generic like, hero movie than, like, an anti-hero like Venom really is supposed to be. I thought they could have gone, like, maybe a little darker or done a little bit more with it than, like, oh, I'm just actually a nice guy who's really going to defeat this villain. Like, I don't he know. He wasn't really a nice guy, though. He's kind of selfish, though. Yeah, he's kind of a selfish guy, but, like, to me, I didn't, like, I didn't see an anti-hero. I saw just, like, a regular type of hero movie. Yeah, and I think I think the problem is when you when you take Spider Man out of that equation, that was kind of like the only route they could have gone with it. Uh, also, this movie should have been rated R. Again, like you have someone biting someone's head off, but you have to cut away. Dude, just commit to it, okay? Your character is supposed to be a, a like you're gonna bring carnage at the end of the movie. You're supposed to bring carnage into the next film. If you have a carnage film that's PG thirteen, I won't go see it. Because Carnage is insane. His name is Carnage, damn it. Makes sense. I was just about to say that. Like, no, like, I think Carnage is a great Spider Man film and it's really cool. Like, in the animated film, when they had, him and Venom had to team up to take down Carnage because he's that insane. It's like, if the Joker got a symbiote, it's kind of like the, the whole premise kind of behind it, at least to how I can describe it simply. Um, that's, who, that's who they want to bring in. You want to bring in Carnage, dude? You better go all out. I want no holds bar on this stuff. We already showed that Deadpool and Logan, you make an R-rated film and break records and make amazing money. So I don't want to hear it. Make it R-rated. I don't want it for children this time. And yes, we do like to watch people die in this podcast. Yes. <laughs> okay. We're all adults here. Next, Ghost Rider versus Fantastic Four Silver Surfer. Ghost Rider. You're supposed to explain yourself after, Joe. I don't know. I'm going to go Silver Surfer. No. <laughs> I'm going to go Logan. <laughs> Screw you guys. <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm going home. Screw you guys. I'm going home. I got to go. I'm going to have to go Ghost Rider. Um, only because Nicolas Cage losing his mind when he becomes part demon is just awesome to watch every time. <laughs> Nicholas Cage may not be my most favorite actor, but when he just decides to, like, you just assume the camera's on him, and, like, the director's like, Nicholas Cage, just be Nicholas Cage. Go now. <laughs> and yeah, it's, like, cringingly awesome. And, I don't know, Ghost Rider, going back to it, when, like, I never saw it in the theaters, I didn't really care for superhero films, I was too cool back in high school when it came out. Uh, but watching it kind of, like, like, it was on, like, a Netflix or something, and I remember I just watched it, I'm like, you know what, I'm like, it's not a great film. It's not a good film, I'd even say, but I ha- I got enough enjoyment from it that I wasn't mad I watched it. Okay. And then Ghost Rider 2 versus Daredevil. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, I was about to say, definitely not the first one. Um, No, we got to go Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dare- Daredevil. Daredevil had some problems, but it wasn't Ghost Rider 2. No, Ghost Rider 2 had all the problems. Uh, Daredevil, Daredevil, um, you had Michael Clark Duncan as a kingpin. A black kingpin back in 2000s. I mean, that's pretty big back in the day. Um, which I think could have been an amazing casting choice. He was great. Um, Colin Farrell as Bullseye was a lot of fun, too. He just, again, it looks like he's just having all the fun in the world with this stupid villain. (laughs) 
Daredevil. Yeah, Ghost Rider 2, you had the issue of changing the story of the first one to fit the story of the second one with the same cast. And it's like, what are you doing? You can't change, like, it's, you're changing your character motivation because he's like, at the end of Ghost Rider, he's like, I'm keeping my powers and I'm going to take down the forces of evil. With, and, like, he's telling that to the devil. And the second one, he's like, I want it gone. It's like, dude, you already had that option in the, at the end of the first one. What the hell are you doing? Right. <laughs> okay, so we're all the way through the first round of the bracket. Wow, that took way longer than I anticipated. Yeah. That did. <laughs> but I think we wanted, I think this will go, obviously we know it's going to go quicker now that we kind of explain what we think about a lot of these movies. Yeah, so, start from the top. Spider-Man 3 versus Logan. 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 Word. I mean, Spider-Man 3 shouldn't have really made it out of the first round because of Spider-Man 3. And no, Logan I just disagree. Was, I think it deserved to be in the second round. Logan's just a superior film all around. No no question about it. It is, but, I mean, I'll miss Spider-Man 3. <laughs> Goodbye, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> You'll miss anything, Spider-Man. Yeah, because usually, I mean, this the worst Spider-Man film, in my opinion, is The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's the worst one we got. There's no Batman and Robin of Spider-Man. You're the <laughs> Batman and Robin of Spider-Man. Your mom is a Batman and Robin of Spider-Man. I said it. Hey, mom joke. Hey, I told you to take your Tourette's medicine today, Cole. What the hell? Dude, your mom jokes are coming out strong today. I know. It's like I've been holding him in. I haven't had any opportunities to throw him in. I haven't thrown your right, mom so in. Anyway. <laughs> First class. Versus Amazing Spider-Man 2. First class. First class. Dude, these, easy. <laughs> first class is first class all the way. Th- these are n- not getting difficult in the second round, so. Yeah, I know. There's a couple hard ones, but they're not. We're, we're in the cruise mode right now. <laughs> Spider-Man original versus Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. I love the first Spider-Man, but, I mean, I got to give it up to Days of Future Past. Okay, finally we're gonna have Jake have a little bit of, little bit of soul tearing here. What do you mean me? What do you mean me? What, Deadpool. What do you do? Deadpool. No. Versus Spider-Man Two. Oh no! <laughs> like two of Jake's favorite movies of all time. Top ten superhero films, both of them for me. And I obviously would argue Spider-Man Two over Deadpool only for a couple of different reasons, but. Really. I'm gonna go Spider-Man Two. I know I'm losing this one, but. I gotta go I Deadpool. Think too, I think when it came out, it, it blew the genre out. Like it just showed what a good comic book film could be. Deadpool did blow my mind, but Spider Man Two. I'm not gonna lie, might be a little nostalgia there with the villain and everything. And how like I remember being 14 years old in the theater watching it and just loving this film. But I I think Spider Man Two did more for the the Marvel genre than Deadpool did because Deadpool came so late in the game. It was just so different. It was like almost like. It kind of felt like a fresh take on superhero because we had seen so many. We've been so saturated in the market by superhero films. It was nice to have a fresh take on something. But I think Spider-Man Two is the reason why one of the biggest reasons why superhero films became popular, as they did. Yeah, you could say that, but Deadpool's better. No, I could say <laughs> that, which I did, and I'm right. <laughs> Joel, I, I already said Deadpool. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. So no, Deadpool it is. Just... No! Dude, Deadpool Deadpool is like so so watchable where like I know you love Spider-Man 2 more than life itself, but when I go back and watch Spider-Man 2, I don't get excited. It's like, okay, you know, it was it's good for the time. You know, they they were ahead of the game, but it doesn't have that for me that rewatchability, you know, 15 years later where I'm like, I am so excited about Spider-Man 2 I get to watch tonight. Well, no, but that's what I'm telling. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Is that is that when we talked about Iron Man in the last one? Is that Spider Man Two brought so much to that genre that and it broke it broke back off his record with the first time a superhero film ever did that. Yeah, but Iron Man didn't win, so. Yeah, neither did Spider Man Two. Yeah, that's that's my point. Well, I I mean I knew you guys were gonna pick Deadpool. I wanted to give some love. Okay, <laughs> Venom versus Ghost Rider. Venom. Venom. Yeah, I, I have to go Venom on that too. Bye, Ghost Rider. <laughs> well, yeah. Wait, who, what did Joel pick? Big Venom. Venom. I said bye, Ghost Rider. I'll always love you. Okay. Yeah. Getting down there, guys. So, 
Logan versus first class. Logan. First class. I'm going to go first class on this. Oh, you guys are fools. Dude, <laughs> I, I told you I, I do really like Logan. It's just, it was not, uh, like, other than the violence, which I appreciated because it's the Wolverine character, it wasn't really a fresh take. Where they're yeah, like, like what, hey, we're going to have... Okay, when have, when have you seen... Okay, this is what I'm going to tell you wrong. Because First Class wasn't a realistic take. This actually felt like it could be in our world, like if mutants existed. It felt realistic, and you felt all the pain, all the suffering. That, you know, sometimes superheroes just have a shitty outing. Like, they get some bad luck, and things happen to them. This felt... It felt really meta. Like, well, they bring up the X-Men comics, like how people... Like, they talk about the Star Wars, how people become legends. And stuff like that, even though they did a couple things. And, he, like, the whole thing where Logan's like, this is ice cream for bedwetters with the comic books. He's like, you know what? He's like, some of this happened. Maybe a quarter of it happened, but not like this. Like, it shows, like, media and stuff perceptions on reality. And if the X-Men existed in this universe, it was probably, this is something more realistic. The violence wasn't, wasn't also unnecessary. Wolverine just wasn't going mad and chopping people's limbs off. I didn't he say was it was unnecessary. I said that was the best part of it. Well, I know, but I think I think the violence was a nice little appetizer. But I think the core of the movie and the character-driven story that we got is so good. Okay. Even though I love, for, even though I love First Class, I gotta go. Logan, I think was something was one of the most refreshing takes on a superhero film. My point. And another superhero film that's that depressing. Oh, um. Okay. And uh, the Joker. That's not a superhero film, dude. It's depressing. Anyway, my point is. <laughs> Is you have Wolverine who doesn't give a shit about anyone. We've seen that he before. Does, though. We, we've seen that before. I mean, that's how they start off the movie. He you know, took care of Patrick Stewart. Okay, man. dude, just let me talk for a little bit. Well, stop being wrong all the time. I'll let you talk longer. And then they always like to pair Wolverine with a little girl because that shows you his rough side. What? What little girl did they pair with before? Rogue. She wasn't really that little, dude. Okay. Girl. They have yeah, But on top of this, this was also her clone daughter, man. That's a little different. It is a little different. I'm not saying they did everything the exact same. I'm just saying that the the ingredients were the same. They just gave you a lot better stew. Listen, man, you know how much I love First Class, but I 100% got to... I think Logan's the best X-Men film. I'll say that now since it won't be able to fight with anything else. You killed them like they did it. You did Wolverine at the end of the film. Yeah. Hugh Jackman as old man Logan. How can you take that away from him? Dude, I, I just, I didn't love it. I really liked it. I didn't love it. It's like a Western with Hugh Jackman as the center role. Instead of guns, he has claws. It's so good. That is, it, it's really good. I just didn't love it. I love well, First Class Well, then why don't you change your opinion? So quit being an idiot. <laughs> I can't save this guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> then there's Joel for you. <laughs> that hurts. Okay, so Days of Future Past versus Deadpool. Deadpool, because it was awesome. I'm gonna have to go Days of Future Past on this one. I I love Deadpool. I, uh, it, it's tough. I could go either way. Uh, I'm gonna stick with Days of Future Past. I only answered quickly, but that was a tough one. But like I have a. Really big soft spot for Deadpool. That's a little bit deeper than Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past is one of those movies where I'm like, I absolutely need this movie. For Jake is always talking like, oh yeah, you have to buy this movie, and Jake goes and buys the movie. I'm a bargain shopper where you know I'm like, I could have this movie now, or I could wait two years and get it for like four dollars. So that's wait two, two years. years. You wouldn't be able to go seeing it whenever you want. That's true, but it's only four dollars. Not not the case of Days of Future Past. Bought that sucker right away. Ah, oh, man. This is being torn apart. <laughs> like, these last three ones have just opened up my soul. In a violent way. Open it up, Jake. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to guess what I'm picking. I'm picking Days of Future Past. No wow. way. I can't believe I'm taking this over Deadpool, but... And I, I can't him. either. Yeah, Cole, Cole knows how much I love Deadpool. Like, he knows. You are dead to me. <laughs> no, I'm dead cool to you. Wow. So, Jake's 
favorite Logan went out. Joel's favorite Deadpool went out. Wow. No, I can't. I, no, it was so funny because when I read the bracket, like what we're going to have in there, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to pick this. And I really thought that Deadpool was going to probably be at the end. And I, the more I think about it, the future past is just, we needed that film. Cole's right. Like, oh, man, you bring the old versus the new, and it just has so much. That's so cool they connected both universes together, the old that we saw when we were kids and the new ones we appreciate so much now. And there's no other X-Men film like it. Like, I love Logan. I think Logan may be the superior film. But I can understand why people could easily pick Days of Future Past over it and it would be hard for me to argue with them. Okay. I'm upset. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you know how I felt the last two ones there. Venom versus Venom still here? Daredevil. Oh my god, he's gonna win again! <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Daredevil. Venom. 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 That was actually a pretty good song, actually. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. Eminem, he's always solid. Um, yeah. No, we gotta, you gotta 100% go with um, Venom over Dead. Daredevil is just, you watch that movie again, this is when 2000 superhero films went wrong. They did not know how to deal with this character whatsoever. And it's a, it's a long movie to watch. <laughs> and very awkward. A lot Like, the love story's weird. Like, Jennifer Gardner, as a ninja, fights a blind guy at a playground with seesaws. Yes. Like, and it's supposed to be like, he was being really creepy. He's like, I'm going to fight you. And they're like, dun, 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 fight, fight. And it's like, dude, this dude is blind, and you're trying to street fighter him. And you're losing. So if you win, you beat up a blind guy. If you lose, you lost to a blind guy. Like, there's no winning in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're we're down to it's a, it's a little bit of a janky bracket because we had some last-minute additions. But oh, yeah, yeah. Blame it on your poor excuse for construction of this bracket. Okay. <laughs> it's hard to find movies that we've all seen that we all agree on. Being in the bracket. When it comes to non-Marvel, like or uh, non-MCU Marvel, I've seen almost all of them. Cole, you're the one. You're the scrub chicken that missed out. Anyway, dude, you're still bitter about Blade. No, I'm still bitter about Logan. That's what I'm pissed about. Okay, <laughs> first class versus Days of Future Past. Oh my goodness! What are you doing to me, Cole? Why did I create this? This is worse than the MCU bracket. <laughs> Dude. I didn't realize. I love that Cole called it the rejects of the rejects. I, you're kind of cutting <laughs> deep. I, I'm, I'm calling first class. And I'm calling Days of Future Past. Oh, come on, man. What are you doing to me? Joel, you're going to hate me. Right. Oh! Days of Future Past, man. You know why? Because first class had Wolverine. Now, granted, they had Wolverine saying the F word in it. We had more of that. Might have picked it. <laughs> but I think Days of Future Past, again, it has a, it's still Michael Fassbender and Dan McAvoy do a great job. Um, Ian McKellen as Magneto and uh, Patrick Stewart as Xavier do great jobs as well. Um, I think everyone, the whole cast coming together was just such a cool project. And the fact that they made such a fun, good film, um, I got to give the nod to it. And, like, how the movie ended, like, you to me it was really powerful how they did it. As far as you had... Um, you had the Magneto doing Magneto things. You have, you know, Mystique actually making the right choice. Um, Magneto gets that shot to join the X Men one more time, and it turn he like turns away. Like this movie really built you up, and then it just like stuck the landing too, where like you just felt all these things at the end of the movie. But but you for, I think we forgot about the end of X Men first. Or Apocalypse. Magneto says no again, but that time Mystique agreed to join the X Men. Yeah. But Magneto, yeah, but that's Mystique, again, Magneto, not Magneto. I, you can totally tell the mutual respect for them, for that they have for each other, but just know that they're always going to be on the other side of it. Um, and I think that's really cool. And I think their chemistry is so good, um, which is remarkable why Dark Phoenix sucked because they still had both those characters in there. I, I don't know how they even pulled off a terrible movie with those two being those characters but okay last one of the night guys days of future past versus venom well this is just easy yeah <laughs> days of future venom. past it is <laughs> um days of future past obviously um, yep days and days. confused <laughs> you look at joel you look a little tired over there 
Things happen sometimes. If I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a dissenting opinion though. I do think either Logan or Deadpool. I wish could have been in the final bracket. Dude, you picked um, Days of Future Past over Deadpool. You, yeah, yeah. You happy? You think I'm happy with going with my heart on that one? Okay. I know I'm not. <laughs> I know you're not. And looking back on it, I kind of hate myself almost. Like I'm like, maybe I should have picked Deadpool. Yeah, no. To me, the championship should have been Days of Future Past versus Deadpool. That like. Uh, Yes, let's. I mean, these are random put together brackets, but yeah, Deadpool and Days of Future Past. As far as I'm looking back on it, and even though my love for Spider Man too, I think, and even Logan, I'm like, I think those should have been the final. Um, but yeah, Days of Future Past. I think it's a solid winner. I think it, it does an amazing job. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's all for tonight, folks. Three Man Wolfpack signing off.